Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Um, all right. Uh, this is Armando, and I am your host for Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. And with me today is John Chapman. What's up, John? Man, I am here to tell you today that this is the golden age of fantasy football during the season. And what this episode is going to bring you guys today, all preconceived ideas and draft capital is now out the window. So yeah. all those trades that you have wanted to make and people are like, no, I got them in the second round. Guess what? That time is expired. Teams are starting to figure out who they are. It is time to prey on the weak in your leagues. Those teams that are in last place, the winless teams, the one and three teams, start sending out those trade offers, baby. We're going to make yeah. you some money today. So, And if you are one of those bottom dwellers, do not panic. Do not be emotional. Stay the course. That was good, John. I did not expect that intro from you, but you came out with fire early. I felt Damn. it, man. I just felt it, like in the yeah. in my loins. Yeah, that's exactly what this week is. Like, this is a week to send some trades. Uh, before we talk about trades and buy lows and sell highs, let's just go through some uh, quick news. Is that all right with you? Yes, sir. All right, so Josh Allen took a big hit, and he's in concussion protocol. Uh, Matt Barkley would be the backup. He looked pretty good in his time, minus that interception that cost him the game. Um, we're not sure how serious this is, but if you're in a deep league, is Matt Barkley worth the ad? No, uh, super flex. I still wouldn't start him. Um, I, I still would stay away personally. Cool. I'm just going to run through a couple of these pe- things. You tell me to stop if it matters. Christian Kirk suffered an ankle injury. Um, who's matters. the next guy up? If he's that out? matters, that, that matters, right? Yeah. Cause they run the most four wide receiver sets in the NFL and they throw the ball a ton. So, uh, this is huge. It helps. Keyshawn Johnson will be an even bigger play. Bird's been out there a little bit and also Fitz uh, could get some more targets. They're a mess, but that offense is predicated on uh, the scheme, not necessarily the players. So, Yep, I don't disagree with you. I'm going to throw Andy Isabella out there as well. Um, there's a good chance that Colt McCoy will be the starter. Um, yeah, Case Keenum is done back there, and the rookie looked not very – Dwayne Haskins did not look very good last week, so – if you're in a deep format, double quarterback league, especially in SFB, I think Colt McCoy might be worth a one to two week ad. Um, I do agree matter? with you there. Yeah, I do agree with you. I I, I felt going into the season again. I'm a Longhorn fan, so you got to put this in. <laughs> right, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. But when Colt McCoy has played in the NFL, he has not done bad as far as fantasy stats. Like he averages pretty high um, yards per attempt. So uh, the offense, if Terry McLaurin is back, then I think you can give him a shot. If he is not, you got to stay away. He's kind of the key piece of that offense, which is crazy in such a short time. But uh, if he's not there, then yeah. Do you think Terry McLaurin is the rookie of the year thus far on the offense? He's got to be close, but missing week four is going to bump him down considerably. Um, man, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of who would be up on top of him. Josh I think Jacobs looks good, but I can't think of anyone else myself. 
Yeah, Josh Jacobs, Debo Samuel, but again, he had a bye week. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's some good questions there, but Marquise Brown, he's a possibility. Daniel Jones, man, probably Daniel Jones, to be honest with you. Yeah, those two interceptions for me kind of uh, hurt that. Still got the W, man. Still got the W. That's very true. Um, Next thing, Albert Wilson might play week six. Um, I think that's kind of important for the Dolphins' offense. He's probably our best player. You know, they're coming at the bye weeks and week five are the Detroit Lions and Miami Dolphins. So, again, you know, it's not one of those super heavy weeks as far as week five is concerned. But if you are in deep leagues with savvy owners, now is the time to look forward to week six. Uh, And so we're about to go through the gauntlet of bye weeks. And so, again, you're in a league that's really competitive or a big money league everybody's paying attention to waiver wire articles that are out there. You have to jump two weeks ahead. So if you look at week six, okay, you have the Bills, Bears, Colts, Raiders. That's a four-team bye week. So if you are hurting for wide receivers for week six, you need to start making your waiver claims for guys two weeks out. And that is one of those plays. You know, he's got a full bye week. I think he will return. The offense is looking much better. Um, Yeah. They were actually, the last two weeks, you know, the first half, the Miami Dolphins have been in contention, and Josh Rosen's putting up a hell of a place. They're leading the NFL in drop passes by a ton, and, if you know, him returning will be very beneficial to this offense. I, I do not think that he is better than a deep flex play at best, anybody on that offense, but they're right. still somewhat of an NFL team. So, <laughs> exactly, um, <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> it's like I mean, you have to put into account they've played some four playoff caliber teams that are probably going to make some deep runs. Yeah. Like they've played their toughest games of the season thus far. Like things are just going to get easier for the Dolphins. I don't I mean, I'm not saying that they're a good team by any means. They are bad. They are the bad, the worst team in the NFL, but I think the Dolphins are going to be more involved in, in playoff in our fantasy football world moving forward. Let me say this. Um they are a team that is ranked 30 seconds in po- 32nd points scored, 31st in total yards. So they are literally the bottom dwellers. Um, and to make matters worse, they are 32nd in defense <laughs> points scored, <laughs> points allowed and yards allowed. So um, you always get trash time with these games because they will be behind. They'll continue to be behind. And again, in week six, guess who they're playing? Washington Redskins. That might be the game for the first overall pick. Um, yeah. I'm going to be watching it big time as far as just I, I think the Redskins have a much better roster, but they're they're not great either. I mean, it doesn't really affect the Dolphins um, if the Redskins are at them. They already took their quarterback last season, so it's fine if we don't have the number one pick. If the Redskins are the one picking in front of them, I really hope that they do not spend that first overall pick on a quarterback. Or the if Dolphins? they're in that, for, yeah, I, I really hope they don't. I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I, I would hate that. I would hate it. I, I think they should trade down and stock up on more draft picks. Right. I mean, shoot, Josh Rosen can be a great quarterback if you give him protection. Uh, You know, I've been saying that since uh, before he was drafted at UCLA. If you protect him, he's amazing. If you don't, uh, then, yeah, that's what it is. He's right. looked great. All right, let's just move on. Sorry, too much Dolphins. Uh, Mitch Trubisky revealed um, he has discally left shoulder. He's going to miss time. Um, Chase Daniel looked way better than Trubisky, so uh, maybe a controversy going forward. I don't know, but I tweeted Trubisky out back. immediately that I don't think Mitch Trubisky takes another snap for the the Bears outside of injury. Um, the 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 week before you had Matt Nagy telling him to shut the fuck up <laughs> during a timeout. <laughs> Did you see that clip? It was no. amazing. <laughs> so they're in a timeout. And Matt Nagy's talking, and <laughs> Mitch Trubisky uh, like tried to cut him off, and you see 
Matt Nagy stare a hole into his soul and tell him, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, I am not a Mitch Trubisky fan. I think that he is absolute garbage. I think that he is a poor man's Alex Smith at best. Um, Ooh, that's that's a compliment. Jesus. I, I love Alex Smith. But, yeah, uh, me too. That's why. Like, <laughs> he's like worse than him, though, at all yeah. those things. So, yeah. Um, no, don't disagree with you on that one. Uh, Rashad Penny will be ready to go on Thursday night, which is awesome. I love me some Rashad Penny going forward. So something to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, this is a time to go get him. You know, there's been yeah. the coaching staff has come out and talking about Chris Carson and how he's our go-to guy. Well, he kind of has to be right now because the backup's been out. Uh, you know, I'm not a Seahawks guy, but they do run the ball so damn much. You know, Chris Carson got 22 rushes. Um, he, he's been getting the ball a lot, but he's had three fumbles in four games, uh, costly fumbles. So uh, Rashad Penny looked good before he got injured. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more by low, sell high, but I have no problem going and getting Rashad Penny now because you can he's get been him super, super leagues, cheap. So he's definitely out there. If he is dropped, that is stupid. Um, he, he should is. be owned. And again, I hate the Seahawks, but he should be owned in all leagues. Yeah, especially with Chris Carson's uh, injury history. Yep. Um, so Sam Darnold has been clear for non-contact drills. So that means he might play in week five, which is good news for everyone on the offense. Um, I still think he won't sure. play. I don't think yeah. that he will play. He lost a lot of weight. Um, what was the quote was he has visibly lost a considerable amount of weight. You know, obviously they're not going to leak the how much he lost. But I don't think – I think you've got to leave him out for one more week. But uh, yeah, you don't start anybody outside of Le'Veon Bell on that offense until he returns. They yeah. look really, really bad. Yeah, they do. Um, Saquon Barkley says he's week to week. The timetable was originally four to eight weeks. How much longer do we wait till we get Barkley back? Uh, I'd say three more weeks. So we're going into week five. When is the New York? Where's their bye week at? It's not like till later. Um, is that correct? The Giants? I'm looking at it now. It's not correct. They are not until week 11. So my guess is he plays week eight. There you go. I don't disagree with that. It's possible. Um, Hawkinson will avoid um, the IR, which is nice to see. I don't know if he's still fantasy football relevant. He did catch a touchdown before his injury. but uh, He's matchup dependent. If you're playing against a team um, that's not good against the tight end, then that's – I'll say this. Matthew Stafford is playing pretty damn close to MVP-level football, right? And people are not – uh, paying attention you know they lost they didn't lose but they tied first week against the cardinals which that was just coaching lost that one uh, not a big fan of big dude up there but um anyway they have played great football they should have won that damn game against yeah. the chiefs but that two costly turnovers in the red zone were huge both of them were like milliseconds away from not being fumbles but uh, take that for what you want but they're playing a hell of hell of football and i'll say this about tj hawkinson he has looked great uh, you talk about somebody else that's in consideration for rookie of the year no way in hell they give it to a tight end but tj would be up there uh, he's played yeah. great he, his snap count has been unbelievable for a tight end rookie tight end but he goes over and leaps over this guy, and I hope that this is going to be a new thing where you gotta stop doing that shit. I understand it's a cool highlight, but like he almost like broke his neck and died because he was jumping over somebody. Like, and you're a tight end that weighs 260 pounds. What the hell are you doing jumping over a freaking cornerback? Yeah, that's not good. I don't like that, that stuff. Um, so it looks like uh, Cam Newton's gonna be out. Kyle Allen will be the starting quarterback for the Panthers again. Do not start any Panthers. 
minus C, um, CMC moving forward until Cam Newton comes back. Man, it's it's rough because we've had one really good week, uh, you know, of Kyle Allen just freaking throwing the ball around. He's way more accurate than Cam Newton's ever been in his entire life. But I, I am with you in the fact that uh, here's the deal. DJ Moore got five targets, um, Curtis Samuel seven. But Christian McCaffrey, here's the here's the thing I'm taking away. You look over the top fantasy producers in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey is leading every running back in carries and targets and receptions. Yeah. If I was to go back in a time machine, this guy should have been the number one pick. I had him number two overall behind Saquon, but it doesn't matter who close. it is. The volume there, he's on pace for almost 400 touches throughout this year, and yeah. I think he can. I think he can hold it. His body, he's un, he, he's crazy, man. Christian McCaffrey is right now probably the fantasy MVP of the season, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Oh no, don't even disagree with you. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, another big news. Uh, it looks like Devontae Adams will not play against the Cowboys this week. Um, so They've, they just elevates. announced that? Yep. Oh, wow. Look at the breaking news. Freaking Armando <laughs> bringing the pain. <laughs> so I'm here for player. Um, <laughs> I wish everybody could have saw your hand movements while you right? were doing that. <laughs> there, there definitely was. <laughs> um, so I think uh, this elevates Geronimo Allison. To what flex category mvs to yeah. what wide receiver two category yeah for sure uh curious to see who the other wide receiver will be um esb i think is out kumaro was inactive last week but i think he'll be brought back in so uh curious to see what that's going to look like but this is huge it stinks because Devonte adams coming off one of his better games you know he had yeah. like over 100 plus yards in the first half or first quarter and then you know he gets injured late but i don't think that it's going to really affect the way you see aaron Rodgers or aaron jones or anything along those lines but yeah mvs you got to bump him up huge um this offense was just starting to get going and then it kind of took a back seat probably jimmy graham as well his targets will shoot oh, yeah. up so yeah he might end up in the waiver wire column um so there's three guys returning from the four game suspension we have antonio galloway chris herndon and golden tate are any of these guys fancy worthy moving forward okay antonio calloway i'm still going to say no they were kind of trending away from him uh yeah. in for hollywood um over him anyway before that happened and he's just not a reliable guy um, who are the now Golden Tate? I think is a big deal, and also I do want to take time to give a shout out to our boy Clayton Kadu, uh, right. producing this episode. Great notes as we are working through this. Just want to say I love that sexy man. He is uh, from north of the border, but uh, it's okay. We love him anyway. He's so nice. So Clayton Kadu at Kadu Clayton on Twitter. Please go give him a follow. I do think that Golden Tate is huge. Um, I think this offense with Daniel Jones. They are now a productive offense, and yeah. even without Saquon Barkley. And here's the deal. I hate Gettleman. I think he's a terrible GM, whatever else, but his vision was this. Build a solid offensive line, 
trade for a quarterback, and let's see if this can work. And, you know, they did. They built that offensive line. They have probably two of the best run-blocking guards in the entire NFL in Zeitler and Will Hernandez. And, you know, they go sign Nate Soldier, which you can say whatever you want about pass protection, but he's a very good run-blocking tackle. They have built that team up front. And, you know, Sterling Shepard's for real. Evan Ingram is for real. We'll see what it looks like with Golden Tate, but I think that this is a guy that's going to come out and average 8 to 10 targets the very first week he plays. So I do like Golden Tate. I don't think that he's available in any leagues, but I will say this. Right. The people that have held on to him, they're not trading him. They have waited four damn weeks for this. So you can try and trade for him, but I'm, the people that held on to him were high on him from start, and there's no way you want to let him go now. So if you had him, congrats. Go ahead and put him in your flex. Um, I, I don't mind him as a wide receiver three or maybe low-end four this week. I don't disagree with you. I think this is going to affect – other people on the offense if you're yeah. predicting to get eight targets a game that's definitely going to affect other players we can talk about that in our buy low sell high but someone else is going to take a hit with those targets here's what's crazy the vikings are going to uh the new york giants their giants are hosting the vikings the giants are favored by four and a half points usually if you're the home team you're favored by three. That's standard. And like being on the road, you lose three points. So the fact that the Giants have an extra point and a half on top of that is just crazy to me. Um, and you know what? Why we're, why we're talking about this, let's jump in real quick and talk about our sponsors, Nitrogen Sports, because there's a couple bets uh, that I am sitting here telling you right now I, are kind of my locks of the week, for lack of a better term. I know a lot of people use that term. But what you need to do is head over to eatsleepfantasy.com. It's a website. Click on the Nitrogen banner, and it's going to take you right to the site. Now, whenever you sign up, sign up with ESF. Okay, and here's what you're going to do. Here's my two bets. Are you ready? Are you ready for I'm this? Ready. I'm okay. ready. Okay, so jumping into week five. The Arizona Cardinals are visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, the over-under on this is 48 points, which is 24 points apiece. I'm telling you right now they are going to hit the over, and here's why. Both of these teams are near the league leaders in pass attempts, which means this game is going to take four and a half damn hours. And on top of that, they have the worst secondaries in the NFL. The Cardinals Mm -hmm. still are without their best player in Patrick Peterson. Uh, Their other starting corner is out. He was injured. This game is going to be an air fest. Um, Again, it's going to be four hours, and I I don't want to say I guarantee. I want to say I guarantee, but I am putting my money on the over on this game. If you would like to join me, I wish I could guarantee it, but obviously I can't. This is one of those bets that I just I, I love. I really, really do. And then staying with my next game, again, head over to Nitrogen Sports. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings versus the New York Giants. I am taking the Vikings. I believe in their defense, and I think that this is a gut check game. And here's another thing that's very important. Kirk Cousins is amazing when it's not a divisional game, when it's not a primetime <laughs> game. And guess what time kickoff this is? I'm in California. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Are you kidding me? This is like what Kirk Cousins is designed to do. So I am taking the four and a half points, which I think is disrespectful to the Vikings. That defense is still, um, it's a top 10 defense. And I think that the rush defense of the Giants is just awful. So I am taking the Vikings. So that's two bets that I'm throwing money down. Go over to Nitrogen Sports, promo code ESF. Join me and enjoy your winnings. Wow, that was good. 
Um, back to the news. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I cut Armando off. That was you're good. Impromptu. That was that was worth it. That was definitely worth it. We needed that, like a shot of energy. That was yeah. good, John. <laughs> um, AJ Green is expected back at least through. Is not expected back until at least week six. <sighs> this could be what? worse, man. You know the initial. Yeah, the initial thing said, "Oh, he could come back week two. And here's the thing: you always have to pay attention to with any type of ankle I- issue. As soon as if you see the word high or ligament. You have to add an extra month. It's just what it is. Then you add A.J. Green to it. You might as well add another month to that. So they were hoping he'd come back week two or three. Now it's week six. And, again, that's just before he starts running full time. So this is just one of those things that you've just got to kind of wait and see. It could be longer. Uh, This is something that's not going to go away. Here's my question. Do you think it's the injury or do you think it's his contract? Because he is going to be a free agent after this year. No, I AJ Green is one of those dudes that has never been an issue. He's never complained. He is like he has been pretty solid teammate one hundred percent. And he's never been one of those guys. So I really do think that he's going to have to get back and show what he can do. Um, no, I'm, I'm an AJ. I, I think he's awesome. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt just because we've never seen one selfish act from him, um, even though he's been on shitty teams for a long time. Yep, I don't disagree with you on that one. That's just the, you know, what's going on in the background. What yeah. could be a thing? Um, so let's dive into our waiver wire column uh, th- brought to you by Kadu. Clayton could do could deal Clayton. So the first guy on his list uh, is Gardner Minshew. He's available in 86% of leagues. I fucking love this guy, John. Like I really fucking love him. He's just, I, I know it's like kind of whatever, but, but he's a winner. Um, he yeah. just comes back and wins games. Uh, back-to-back weeks that he kind of delivered a fourth quarter comeback win. Uh, you got to love him. Now, seven touchdowns to one interception. And so you're looking at somebody that's actually a good NFL quarterback, but he does bring some fantasy value. He's the 18th quarterback as of now. That's probably going to change after the Monday night football games. But this is a guy that is an outside. He's a quarterback too, and he hasn't been playing very long. So this is somebody that – here's what's crazy. He's one point behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. On the season. Yeah, it's crazy. This is somebody that you can start and play depending on your matchups. Um, we'll kind of have to see what's going on with just, you know, the schedule. And so the, he's one of those guys that I do not mind streaming. If you don't want him to be your quarterback one, that's for damn sure. But if you have Josh Allen, uh, you don't know if he's going to be playing with a concussion or not, then he's a guy that I would not mind picking up for sure. Yeah, I'm on board with that. He's been pretty good, and he's definitely helped DJ Chark's value going forward Clayton has an about 12 to 50 percent um fab you should waste on him so think about it like that he saved my season single-handedly Minshew did in SFB so thank you very much Minshew boom um <laughs> Andy Dalton is available in 66 percent of leagues um going into this week he was the number 13 quarterback and he's playing against the Steelers tonight so we'll yeah see what it's gonna he's but. his ranking is going to shoot up and here's the thing their offense remember they are basically the the idea is this they are doing the same offense as the rams so you're talking about a super pass heavy and whenever they get behind early which with that defense is going to happen a lot they're going to throw the ball like crazy 
yeah, Andy Dalton, I think the fab should be around 10 to 12, according to Clayton. He's definitely worth it. He have some really good matches going forward. Like you said, he's playing the Cardinals next week. Um, I think he's going to be almost a must-start. I would start Andy Dalton over Aaron Rodgers. Is that crazy next week? Absolutely not. I just told you, like, play the over, right? I'm putting money on the over on this game. It is going to be an air-it-out game. There, I mean, you're talking each team having 40-plus pass attempts, 80 total pass. This game is going to be forever. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be forever. I'm excited about it, actually, from a fantasy standpoint. Yep. So moving forward, Marlon Mack has been um, – Left the game early with an ankle injury. Jordan Wilkins is available in 98% of leagues. How serious is the injury, and are we wasting fab on Jordan Wilkins? I don't mind Jordan Wilkins. I, I really, really don't, especially if you're hurting you know, because of the waiver wire and all that kind of stuff going on. Now, um, Hines, I think, is probably going to be the better play personally but again it, somebody else has to be ball carrier there and you need to kind of prepare for what is going on so marlon mack played 27 out of 77 snaps okay uh, naheem hines played 35 jordan wilkins played 16 now after a full week of going through everything yeah i think that's going to balance out a little bit more but still naheem hines would be the guy that i would prefer uh, they seem to trust him much more in pass protection. So I, I could see uh, both of those guys are definitely worth an add. Um, we'll just kind of have to see what's going on with Mac. Just stay attention to that. But here's yeah. the deal. Guess what? They're playing the Chiefs. Everybody mm -hmm. is fantasy relevant against the Chiefs because it just turns into a shootout, and you've got to score 40-plus points to win. Um, so, yeah, all those players, all the Colts players, are definitely worthy of play this week. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Ronald Jones is the next running back up. He's available somehow, I don't understand it, in 58% of leagues. That is crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, Ronald Jones is a beast. And if you want to, again, you can say whatever you want about Pro Football Focus. He is the highest rated running back, according to Pro Football Focus, as of now. Now, the snap count is pretty low, but he has been great at everything. Li given it's a limited sample size, I, I do understand that. But late in the games, uh, we've seen this three weeks in a row. Um, late in the games, they put him in, whether they are behind, whether they are up, or whether it's a close game, which we have seen all three with the Tampa Bay Bucks. But it's kind of like first quarter is all Peyton Barber. And then as the game goes on, it just goes heavy, heavy, heavy Ronald Jones. Um, and again, if you look at the touches, you know, we talked about the snap count, but uh, the touches, 19 carries for 70 yards versus Peyton Barber's nine. Um, the one issue with Ronald Jones is they seem to not want to trust him in pass protection. So, you know, take that for what you want, but I do like Ronald Jones. 36 total snaps, and again, most of those came um, in the second half. Peyton Barber only got 19, so... Yeah, Ronald Jones is my guy. If he's available, Clayton has him down for 35 to 40% of your fab. I would say at least 50. Um, his value is just going to continue to go up as he gets more involved in the passing game and pass protection. And whenever so, you you just saw, here's the thing. What Tampa Bay just did to the Rams on the road going across three time zones, they put up 55 damn points. That is a top five offense rest of season. So you're talking about a young running back that for some reason is still out there uh, with high draft capital, all these things, uh, must own. Absolute must own. Yep. John, I'm going to throw us a little curveball right Ooh, now. I love you own balls. Ronald Jones in our listener league, 
and I desperately need a running back. You are pretty set at running back. You have Leonard Fournette, um, David Johnson, and one more guy. Um, and I currently just have um, Todd Gurley and Sonny Michelle on my roster. Is there any chance I can get Ronald Jones off of you? Yeah, of course. Everybody is always up for trade, including my children. Would you mind looking at my roster in the next few minutes, and we'll talk about trade on air while we're doing Ooh, this? Look at you, you sexy man. You know how to speak to it. my heart. Yeah, let's continue. I will, uh, I'll come up with something, and then you'll turn it down, and then you'll make an even worse trade proposal. That sounds about right. Um, <laughs> next guy up. <laughs> so this guy, the next couple guys, I honestly do not feel like they are going to win you a fantasy football championship. But with bye weeks coming along, these guys are worth adding. Um, I don't think they have a lot of upside. Mohamed Sanu is available in 72% of leagues, and so is Cole Beasley. He's available in almost 90. Both these guys are great bye week fill-ins. Um, I wouldn't waste more than 10% of your fab. Anything you want to add to that, John? Yeah, you're banking on, you know, with A.J. Brown. Sorry. Uh, here's the deal. You look at these guys. They're so hit or miss. Mohamed Sanu is the number two wide receiver in Atlanta. Make no mistake. It's not Calvin Ridley. It's Mohamed Sanu. So take that for what you want, but he's going to disappear sometimes. Cole Beasley, he's just a PPR monster. Um, we'll have to see what happens with Josh Allen. Uh, it didn't really seem like his stock took a downturn once the quarterback switched, but not, deeper league, sure, but that's about it. Yeah, just a bye week fill-in. I mean, honestly, not this week. I don't think they're going to be viable this week, but moving forward, like, you know, as you get more bye weeks, if you have Mike Evans on your roster and someone else that have the same bye week, just start Mohamed Sanu. He'll be fine. He'll be, you know, he'll get you the points. You won't get a donut. Um, but, you know, Cole Beasley, same for him. Just they'll be there. Um, so A.J. Brown is available in 52% of leagues. He got three targets, three catches, and two touchdowns. Um, Clayton suggests 5% of your fab. I'm thinking closer to 10. I think his value is going to continue to go up as the season progresses. He is a rookie. So there's only upside ahead for him. Yeah, I, I don't mind that, but I, I'm over here looking at this trade, man. Why'd you make me do this? Why'd you make me do this? Here we go. Now, Here's my you? trade right here. I need some wide receiver help. You got a wide receiver. Let's do young product for young product. Terry McLaurin mm -hmm. for Ronald Jones straight up. Fine. I can uh, do that. All right. Look at that. Look at us. I'm well, telling you, there's a chance for peace in the Middle East. If well, let's just Armando, let the audience no, know. No, no, no. You said okay. <laughs> You no, no, no. I just want to let the audience know what's <laughs> what's going on. What's going on? I currently, on this roster, I have Brandon Cooks, uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, Chark Ridley, McLaren, A.J. Green, and D.J. Moore. So I have the depth to trade away, and I need a running back pretty desperately. So that's where I'm at um, on that trade. All right. Just so everyone knows. And me, yeah. I need wide receiver help. My team's not very good. Um my team is pretty bad, actually. This is my worst league by far. Baker Mayfield, I've got David Johnson, Fournette, Mike Evans, Sammy Watkins, Evan Ingram, but somehow I just keep losing. Um, I lost yeah, by I two points that. this week. I lost by uh, about 10 points the week before. I'm a one and two currently in this league, but I have more losses in this league than I do all my other leagues combined, which is a good thing. Yeah, I'm in two leagues with John, and he's, uh, besides this one, he's 8 0. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, you. Go figure. Um, so yeah, let's do that trade. I'm glad with that. <laughs> that was fun. Um, Look at us. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was a good trade. I didn't think you liked Terry McLaren that much. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, 
It's agreed to whatever. I'm just worried about his injury. I don't know how uh, serious it is. I know he was out this week, last minute, but we'll see when's yeah. it happening. Um, so we're going to talk about tight ends. They're kind of hit and miss. I think they're more of a bi-week fill-in. We have Ben Watson, Ricky Seal-Jones, and Dawson Knox. Are any of these guys... Ben Watson, be Ben Watson, Ben Watson, Ben Watson. Um, yeah. I have held on to this guy in a few deep leagues. Uh, Scott Fishbowl, a couple other things. The target share is going to be there. The, they have not had good tight end play, uh, talking about the Patriots, at all this season. And they kept this old man <laughs> around for a long time for the sole purpose of what is going to happen after this. Now, you know, you look at the snaps, you've had Ryan Izzo, Matt Lacoste. It, trust me, Ben Watson. Watson is going to step in day one and be the guy there. So very excited about this. I, I really do think that he's going to be a decent fantasy asset. Now, whenever I say that, uh, you're talking about somebody that's going to be a tight end too, but he has tight end one upside. We we know how much they love to use a receiving tight end around the goal line in this offense. So is he anywhere near Gronk? Hell no. But he's a great blocker and very, very consistent, which is what Tom Brady loves. So uh, the, I, the other two guys, whatever. Ricky Sills-Jones, I get it. Um, not a lot of people are very dependable in this offense. We even saw this with Odell Beckham Jr., you know, putting up three points last week. Um, if you start players on the Browns, be prepared outside of Nick Chubb to have some zero or low weeks. So I don't mind Seals Jones as a flyer in super deep leagues, but there are so many guys out there. Hopefully you got Disley. We told you to pick up Disley. I got him in a few different leagues last week. Uh, he's leading the NFL in touchdown receptions from the tight end position. So that was a guy you could get for free. I, you know what I did? In, I never admitted this to this anywhere. I dropped Will Disley in SFB. I'm really mad about it. Yeah. And that, I mean, just so everyone knows, tight ends are um, a premium in that league. And yeah. I dropped him after his donut. I was like, I need a quarterback help after I lost somebody. I was like, I, and I dropped Disley because he had a donut. I was like, I just, and I totally fucked up. I would literally be the number one ranked team if I had Disley. Really sad about it. Really upset. <laughs> That's rough, brother. Yeah. Um, so we have another ad coming on here for, uh, what is it, John? Yeah, Manscaped. Manscaped. I freaking love Manscaped. Uh, use the product all the time. My wife is very thankful. Uh, clean up your nether regions. Uh, if you have ever tried to buy like one of those face shavers or clippers or whatever and you try to use it downstairs uh you just expect pain pain sadness sacrifice well guess what manscaped.com solves all of those problems all you got to do is head over to manscaped.com use promo code esf and here's the deal free shipping 20 percent off whatever the hell you buy and if you buy one of their care package kits you get one of the coolest travel bags that i've ever seen in my life i use it uh anytime i travel now i love it plus not only do they think about this one all of their equipment is completely waterproof so you can do it in the shower limit your cleanup and if you buy one of their care package kits they send you a giant like mat that will help you clean up your mess even more so. So uh, head over to manscaped.com, fix up the down south area, and don't worry about any issues as far as nicks, cuts, or pain. It's just going to make you look good, make you feel good, and uh, maybe increase your chances, um, which is always good. 
All right, guys, due to some time constraints, unfortunately, this episode is going to be broken into two parts. So if you are enjoying all of the crazy content from Armando and myself, go ahead and jump to the next episode, part two, where we will have more for you there. See you, suckers. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.